Hey, this video is brought to you today by good weed, water, and vitamins. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem with being problem. We are gonna be talking our shit today. With me, we got Paul Pick and Win on Contra. Talk to him one time. Well, it's gonna be some tour takeover come this year. You see, you see the dolphin hat. And then the other corner, we have Lil KK. What you repping on that side? You know what I'm saying? Hey, this video is brought to you today by Good Weed, Water, and Vitamins. Let's put your water Don't up forget the drinks. Yeah, what you sipping on? Uh, this is a Paloma, some grapefruit juice, and tequila. All in one? A Paloma. It's grapefruit juice. No, I know. I'm saying that's all in one? Yeah, all in one. That big ass jug. Oh yeah. Hey, y'all come, y'all come. <laughs> hey, Sound margarita cup I got the other day. I, don't I, I thought you should have pulled that out to be honest. I was you really should have, but I, I I don't remember those days, so I gotta keep that. <laughs> oh yeah, one of those. That shit is clean. All right, so we got football coming up this Thursday. The first football game of this. 20 2022 or 2021 what we call it 2021 this man smoked so much he don't forgot what year we're in <laughs> 2021 you feel me so i want to know how you both feel about your team this year what is your team going to do what are the prediction what how you what's the vibe you think you're coming with your team well i'll, I'll, I'll kick it off i'll kick us off so Coming off a 10-6 and six year where we almost made the playoffs for the first time in a few years, Tua's rookie season. I'm feeling pretty strong now coming sophomore year. He had a whole year to learn the playbook. He had a whole year to get in that locker room and be one of the boys, actually build team chemistry. Uh, the actual fan base is finally behind Tua. The locker room's behind Tua. Uh, I think we have an elite defense that doesn't get talked about enough. I think we have the best uh, DBs in the whole football, Byron Jones, uh, Xavier Howard, Jason McCarthy at the safety position. And uh, our second round pick out of Oregon this year has been straight balling come preseason in the training camps. Uh, let's remember his name, Javon Howard. He's going to be a beast. He might not start just because Jason McCarthy's there right now, but by the end of the year, he's, he's going to get played. He's going to either be on the other uh, safety side. He's going to be on the nickel. He's just that talented. He's going to find his way onto the field. Um, I think Miles Gaskin is a low key. No one's talking about him as a running back that much. Uh, I do wish we had a better offensive line. Uh, the AFC East is going to be tough. We got the Bills and Patriots. Uh, the Jets low key might be making moves with Zach Wilson. You never know. But all in all, I think we might go 11 and 6, 12 and 5. We're going to go forward, not going to take a step back. I do see us taking the, um, going to the playoffs this year. The Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. I like it. Okay. The Falcons. Julio, Julio gone. Hey, man. Hey, I just I just want to take a second and say, fin up, man. Fin up, man. That boy, Xavier Howard, he did the truth. He did the truth. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to act like we. You're not gonna act like Tua did bad last season. He did have it. He did do pretty straight. He didn't start. He didn't start at the beginning of the season. They have six and three. They have I feel three. like nobody was talking about Tua too much, to be honest. Uh, nah, nah. You ain't you ain't watch Skip and Shannon. The boys talk about him every other day. You know them boys. But um, 
I respect it because Brett didn't know the playbook, though. Like, damn. <laughs> if you ain't know the playbook, cuz, are you six and three? Okay, let me see what you can do. You know, but before we talk about the Falcons, let's talk about the boys, the boys in New Orleans. Let's talk about the Saints for a second with famous Jameis over there. You know what I'm saying? Jay, let me hear something about the Saints real quick before I, before I close it out real quick. I mean, I have no doubts. You see, you see what Jameis did? Like, I have no doubts. Listen, listen, Jameis wasn't – listen, Jameis throw a lot of interceptions. We know that. We know that. But he not that bad of a quarterback. You feel me? He not that bad. He not that bad. So, I like him to put in some work. You know what I'm saying? We don't have Michael Thomas as well this year. So, that's kind of upset too. But we have a little receiver, a little rookie receiver that's putting in some work, Mike Calloway. I don't know. I don't know. If Michael Thomas don't tighten up, I'm just saying it could be that year. So I'm kind of sad that Michael Thomas not here, but new quarterback, it's a rebuilding year for us. You know, definitely rebuilding. We had Drew Brees for so long, depending on him, and he got old. He got old. I guess that's what happens in life. So basically, we had to build a new team, and it was Jameis versus Taysom Hill. You know, I, I really wasn't – I mean, I like Taysom Hill, you know, but Jameis has the experience, you know. He's been doing it with the Bucks for, what, five years, five, four, five, four years. So, he know what it takes. So, I'm not doubting my team. I'm not doubting my team. I like us to be maybe second in the NFC South. I like second. I like oh. to take it that second spot. Okay. Hey, that's the energy you're supposed to come as a fan, if you ask me. Keep it realistic, but also hey, don't ever talk hey, back about your team. Hey, I'm going to state this for the record uh, for all our audio listeners. Jerry is the only one without any um fan gear on at the moment. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't want to say it. Yeah. That's what Michael it's Thomas is at. That's what Michael Thomas is at right now. I'm talking about shit, but we're not gonna get into it. Yeah, we I got we get I get two times two times a season to do that. But the Saints are the Saints are gonna do pretty good because regardless, like they lost Drew Brees, but we forget that Sean Payton is a is a legendary chess player. Like that nigga, that individual really, really be out there playing chess out there. So he knows what he's doing. He knows how to shift and shake. Taysom Hill is still going to be a big part of that offense, even if he doesn't start, because we forget that he plays 11 different positions. Like, for real, for real. Like, he's going to be playing punt return. And then stay, they'll be like, hey, yo, just stay on the field. Stay on the field. We can put you at receiver. Like, and then he going to get out. Man, come back well, <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, so Taysom Hill is still going to be a, a big part of the offense. So, and that defense is still the same defense, that dirty, rugged, we're going to hit you in the mouth, we going to we gonna we gonna step on you like it's that same defense. This New Orleans we talking about. Then the boys know how to get dirty over there. So it's gonna be a good series. I definitely can't wait for those two games because you know the Falcons gonna take at least one, at least. That means minimum one, so like maximum two. If you say so. What I will not, say though about nah, I know so. what what I want to say though is the Saints since the storm just came through, they are gonna miss I think two home games possibly uh, due to not being able to play in the dome. We always get flooded. Not for real. Hey, nah, but condolences out to those people, man. I hope that city's straight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. Bounce hey, back. There's probably, we, don't, we don't know a fund about it, but there's probably a fund out there if you want to go donate to, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Jameis Winston still can't, still not going to be able to throw flood or flood or flood not that, boys. But what about the Falcons? 
I ain't like the way you asked it. You ain't asked it. Not, you ain't have enough hate in your heart. You, 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 you asked it like it was like on a piece of paper. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I believe that the Falcons, if the Saints have two choices, right? The Saints can either do a great, you know what I'm saying, or they're go they'll win five games. I believe the Saints come through with a five win season because them boys was just goofing on some crazy shit. On some crazy shit. I like the Falcons to come go second in the East, second in the South, because that's just how we come in. Cause like I like us to win at least seven games, seven to ten, because like I feel like the Falcons as a as a longtime Falcons fan, long long time Falcons fans through the downs. There were some ups, but there's been a lot of downs. A lot of times we got clowned in a time we didn't even see the mounds. But you know what I'm saying? Our secondary is terrible, but it's young. So you know what I'm saying? I'd rather be young and terrible than old and expensive and terrible. Like, you feel me? So like, Arthur's, but the biggest thing is we got two really good people in the locker room. That's one thing about the Falcons. Matt Ryan's had a few different coaches and a few different coaches, a lot of different OCs. So like he's always been having to adjust to new offenses and stuff like that. And like it usually takes um takes the defense, it takes the um, league maybe a year and a half to figure out their new offenses. Cause he usually do just be airing that thing out because that's what he does. He gonna air that thing out. Julio no Julio, he gonna air that thing out. But yeah, I like us to win seven games minimum. Definitely could see us when being a nine-win team if we can really get that defense together. And it was all about crumbling in the fourth quarter, definitely. But it's actually, but I feel like it's more about just being strong and then not being okay with the little plays, not being happy with, oh man, okay, we just we just aired it out. Cause like Matt Ryan can get 400 yards and throw no touchdowns. We've seen it a lot. <clears throat> We've seen it, I've seen it too much. I'm tired of it. We got we got some young running backs, so we definitely got a young core. We couldn't try to sit there. We really need to make sure our O lines all the way together, and we just really just got to stop giving up big plays. Because if you check the NFL 100 greatest, everybody on there played has a play against the Falcons. I'm just sitting here like the Falcons only played 16. You can only play 16 games. Like, how does everybody got to play on them? Like, do, do they be pulling up like afterwards? Like, hey, yo, my turn. Like, everybody had a play against the Falcons. So, like, we got to stop giving up big plays. And we got to keep being able to run down on people in our in our division. Because, like, we have a real competitive division. And we have a real anything-can-happen division. So, like, you can go 0-2. But you can also just pull up to Tampa and get a dub real quick. Every, you can pull up Tampa and get a dub and leave. Hey, yo, yo, you load the buses. We out of there. We out of there. We out of there. We out of there. Like, Tampa used to do it to the Saints all the time. They used to just come to New Orleans and get a dub and get out of there. They lose four games straight. But, like, they got that dub and they got that dub in New Orleans. That's all we needed because that's gonna come up when it comes playoff time. And but I like the Falcons to do our thing. I like you guys to talk a lot of shit to me about it during the season. But like we're gonna be on Zoom, but like in person, I'm throwing I'm handing out RKOs to anybody that has something to say about the Falcons personally, straight RKOs through tables, flaming tables, thumbtacks, all that RKOs. <laughs> Now finna roll. Now finna roll this good guy, Jerry. What's what's the next topic, man? <clears throat> All right. So then the next question we have is, who's a player or team to look out for, for good or bad reason? So any team or player for good reasons or bad. I can't think of a bad reason. If somebody got a bad reason, let me know. Yeah. Anybody got? 
somebody on my in their mind. Well, let's see. I have no one for any bad reasons. I also don't have any teams. I mean, I could go on some teams, I think, but I've looked more into the players that I think no one's talking about or no one's really expecting them to do as much as I really think they're going to do this year. Uh, okay. Calvin Ridley, shout out to the Falcons. I believe he's going to lead the league in yards this year. I believe he's going to have 2,000-plus yards this year. I believe he is on. he is going to break the record for most uh, receiving yards for a receiver. Why you say that? Um, I think it's going to be a combination of a few things. Uh, one, just like Kev said, that that there is only like select defenses that are just that bad in the NFL. The Falcons, the Seahawks are one of them last year, and the Cowboys are one of them last year. There's going to be a lot of points scored on the Falcons. That means when uh, they're going to be playing a lot of from behind, they're going to pass the ball a lot. And when you're airing that thing out, um, a lot of people want to say, oh, Julio was there. That's why Calvin really. Well, if you look at the stats, Julio, uh, I mean, Calvin really actually did better without Julio Jones on the field. Um, he averaged, I believe, about 110 yards per game without Julio and about a touchdown in each of those games. Uh, and there were three of those games in which he went over 130 yards. So he was elite without Julio. Matt Ryan, I think he gets a lot of hate. He's still a phenomenal quarterback. To me, he's very much like him and Matthew Stafford. I believe they're very much the same quarterback. They're, they're just going to air that thing out. And they're, they might make a few mistakes here and there, but there's, they're still the top 15, top 10 slingers there is in the NFL and they're not going to be afraid after they throw a pick they're going to go no back slinger. and field and no slanging slangers you know he ain't said throwers he says slangers so that's why I believe uh, the, 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 them having to play from back and then also just him being the best weapon there uh, another thing I like Nigel Harris I believe he's going to have a baller year not just a good year for a rookie running back but a baller year just because when the Steelers have a running back he gets all the touches. Like, even when James Conner, even with Le'Veon Bell, he's going to get 300 touches. They're going to have a good offensive line. And he can uh, – he's a do-it-all back. Uh, you saw him in Alabama. He wasn't no little boy. He was a grown man. He he has the NFL size to be great. And uh, let me see. While I'm, while I'm on the running back train, I'm going to have to throw out a, uh, a Miami Dolphins. I spoke about him a little earlier. Miles Gaskin. Last year, if he would have played all seven or all sixteen games, he was on pace for nine hundred and thirty yards and six hundred receiving yards. That would have been injured. Uh, he yeah, he was injured for four of the games, and then he he came from the uh, practice squad and worked his ass all the way up to the starting up. Whenever Jordan Howard went down last year, Matt Breida went down last year. So when all that happened, we had to pull him up, and he's he can catch like he had like. 60 catches last year for the amount of games he's played. It's insane. He would have had about 1,500 scrimmage yards, which would put him in fourth right behind Kamara, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry. So the potential and ceiling is there. It's just, is it going to happen? And also, I believe Tua and the Dolphins are going to play a quick offense, short passes. They got Waddle, Parker, Fuller, and him. So when you're doing short, quick passes, usually the running back is involved a lot. And if I, like I, was, it, I like it. if I was at one more person, it'd be just Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be a top five quarterback. Not top five, but top eight, top nine quarterback going at the end of this year. 
Top eight? Top eight. He, in the four games he started last year, these are the numbers I have for him. I put stars next to him because that's what he's going to be. Um, 11 and a half rushes per game. Three rushing touchdowns in the four games he played. 68 yards per game on the rushing. And two of the four games he threw for over 330 yards. So he can, yeah, he is the perennial dual threat quarterback that it's just going to, and he's already in a weak division in the NFC East. The, it's, so just might just too easy. Yeah, it's open for him. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I'm going to ask Kev, but he didn't like Kev, any boat or any team players that we need to look out for, bad or good? I want a bad, though. You got a bad one? Hey, you know, I'm a business guy, you feel me? I'm all about the negatives, you feel me? I like oh, oh. probably got a bad reason. So, you know what I'm saying? I love bad news. <laughs> so, immediately, I'm going to go to – this is going to be John Gruden's last year coaching coaching for um the Raiders. Facts. Definitely. Definitely. That boy tried to give up Khalil Mack, and they hung up on him. <laughs> this is, nah, John Gruden doesn't really – I don't feel like John Gruden can um really, like, have a – um. No, I want to say have confidence in the locker room because I don't really know what goes on in the locker room. They could love them, and they just, like, really just, like, just maybe have bad schemes. But I don't think that team's really going to mesh well. That team's going to be blue. And I think that's a good team that could be a good team. I think that GM and that their front office understands that. So even though it was so cool, like, hey, we got John Gruden back. We're going to Las Vegas. We're about to go do our thing. Nah, let's go get some wins real quick. We could be a real playoff team, even though we're in a crazy tough division. So, so I definitely think that's my negative. Definitely, John Gruden, you got to get out of there, man. Uh, we miss you. We miss you on the John Gruden quarterback camp. You do your thing, man. You know you, you know how to make you know how to make bread out here, dog. We don't you don't got to just be out there. Because who who I just hope they don't fire him in the middle of the season because that's kind of tough. Next, I got. My two, I got to, um, no, I think I'll save those for later. I know I seen this door open. I thought I was tripping. <laughs> I was going to say, Jerry, you got a ghost dog. Now you just got white people. <laughs> but nah, my second take is like, you, you why nobody talking about Kyle Pitts? I haven't heard that name get brought up yet. Like, did y'all forget about, did y'all forget about the person that's gonna re-revolutionize the tight end position after Travis Kelsey gets out? I would say I don't I don't believe he's gonna re-revolutionize just because Kelsey Kettle re- Waller re-revolutionize. I will say he is my fourth tight end on the board. Like it goes Kelsey, then it goes Kittle and Waller, and, and then think it about goes- how think about how good those people are. Like, what those are receivers? Did it Oh, Kelsey lead the league in passing the receiver yards and stuff like that. Yeah, last year and catches, I believe. But them is receivers, like them is them is big ass receivers, like them is linebackers that can catch. And can't Waller had them. over like thirteen hundred yards and eleven touchdowns as a receiver. I mean, as a, who's as a tight quarterback? end. And who's his quarterback? Come on now, who's his with, with Josh Jacobs going on there getting dirty? He out here blocking for Josh Jacobs, big ass and shit. Like, come on now, bro. Those are some. That's why I'm telling you. Like, once the, he gonna. He gonna he gonna learn. He gonna be like, damn, them niggas eating. Them boys eating. Let me see what them they. Do. And then he gonna mesh. He gonna mold. And he gonna cause they already revolutionized. Cause we thought Tony Gonzalez was that thing until we until we see them four and Gronk. Like we was like, whoa, like, woo, woo. And now, 
Kyle Pitts with the quarterback he has, he's gonna be the first one catching deep passes. Like he's just gonna be 30 yards, 35. Give me that Ugh. with a linebacker on him. Give me that. Ugh. Give me that. Ugh. And it's going to follow a lot of that same script where they're going to be losing because of that defense. They're going to be airing that thing out with Matt Ryan. Airing that thing out. That's what I'm saying. He's going to re-revolutionize because he got to. Like, you see what Matt Ryan did for Austin Hooper. You see how much money Austin Hooper got paid. Like, That's come true. on now. Come on now. Kyle Pitt's going to do that. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely like that one. I wanted to talk about my running backs, but, like, I can't because that's definitely a bold prediction. But I want to talk about the Chargers because I thought Paul was going to bring them up, but nah, I got it. <laughs> the Chargers are going to knock – Chargers are going to piss somebody off this year. They're going to make it to the playoffs, and they're going to knock somebody out, and it's going to be upsetting. Every, somebody's they got a good like, team. Whoa. No, but, like, this is a loaded AFC this year. Like, the Chargers are not supposed to make it good. Just There's 11 good team teams in the AFC that are all saying this is our year to make the playoffs. And like you got the Titans, you got you just got a lot of good people over there. They probably don't even have a they probably have a strong division. Like, but boy, they gonna piss somebody off. There's gonna be somebody that don't make it because of that extra game and all that. So there's gonna be a lot of talk at the end of the season, like damn it, Justin Herbert snuck his way into the playoffs this year. Cause you know, I'm team, I'm team, I'm team herb. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm with the herbs, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying so that's my take. Like somebody because that Keenan Allen is too good. Like there's good, there's great. That's he's just underrated. Too underrated. Too good. He he's really up there when it comes to Stefan Diggs when it comes to the footwork. Cause I'm a receivers guy. Like you go watch it's the cut. film. It's there. You've seen there. his cuts, right? You've seen them cuts. It's there. This man bleed cuts. Like this man, this man, this man, hey, did you scrape? No, nah, I got to cut. This nigga, he, this individual falls down. Hey, you scraped your knee? No, nah, I cut it. Like, that's all he do, cut. Like, he, he don't keep a gun on him because he don't cut you. Like, he don't need to. But, yeah, the Chargers is going to piss somebody off, and I'm going to be just laughing. I'm going to be like, <laughs> The most evil laugh because I'm confident Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen shirt this year. <laughs> Ty, but that's how I'm coming. That's how I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? What's the next? What's the next topic, man? What are we looking most forward to? What are you looking forward to? Most looking forward to? Um, you, um, you want to take this first, Kev? You want me to uh, take? It I got it. I got it. I got it because I got some stupid shit. All right, take I'm it. Stupid shit. The Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, because because this is about to be. <laughs> the commercials. How you know who performing? <laughs> like that, that's like the definition of cliche. Because obviously everybody, that's what they play every game for. But like, there's so much baggage that comes with the Super Bowl because the loaded AFC. So like, somebody can sneak in. Like if a Jared Allen. Has a has a, has a good because the AFC is a tournament this year. Like it's not. Oh yeah, I'm I'm Tom Brady and I'm going to the AFC Championship and you got to get through me. No, 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 no. It's all different. It's it's a hey, yo. Pat Mahomes got to come back from behind because like he, he got to show that he's really the heart of a champion type playoff situation. That's how we're coming. That's how this season is gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. So there's a lot. Yeah, what about Pat Mahomes? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes could be like, so Pat Mahomes is going, it's not going to be like Pat Mahomes, they running down like, oh yeah, see you got to see me, I'm the king of the AFC. No, 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 no. 
No, no. You got the Bills and no. Titans and Colts and Browns and Ravens got, and Steelers. You got everybody that can go score with you. So, like, everybody in the AFC is scoring 30. Like, the Steelers can score 30. Like, everybody score because this entry and it's like it's basketball they think they dame lillard or something everybody in the afc can score with them boys so like your defense ain't coming together you scoring in a minute and a half two minutes that's gonna be killer come playoff time because woo woo them boys are gonna be able to ryan Tannehill, he gonna aj brown julio jones Derrick henry that's three that's three downs that's three downs like what what that's three downs that's not even a six what so this is gonna be so the super bowl is gonna be crazy because not only them but if you go look at the nfc you got some teams that gotta win you they gotta win they gotta win they don't have no choice like it's not like it's not like oh yo it'd be good if we make a deep playoff or no we gotta win that's what we can the brooks the brooks but the bucks brought back 21 or 22 starters them boys will just want to them boys just won a championship in the city i i got proof i was out there like they did that. They want to do that. They, they want to do that shit again. I did see you out there. You was you was bumping the Kodak, wasn't you? Now you was bumping that. You was bumping that Tom G. I see. I see. I got the footage. I see. I think it was Rod Wave. Oh, it was a lot of Rod Wave. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of Rod Wave. I'm still praying for love. But the Super Bowl is gonna be crazy because you got the Rams. They really, they really showed their neck because they say, "Yo, we got a great team. We don't have a good team. We have a great team." We have all we have all t- all time generational talent on our teams. Aaron Donald, like yo, we got to go win, kid, and we can do it. We've done it before, and we can do it again. So they got to show. They trying to show their neck. Sean McVay's job's not. He gonna be a coach for a minute, but like, they, yo, they want to win bad. They said, yo, I remember, I remember that feeling. I want it back. And then you got what's it called? What I said. Ten- oh, you got my cousins. You got my cousins over it. Green Bay, <laughs> you got you got my Super Bowl picks. The Green Bay smashes. The Green Bay, I'm a pack you. The Green Bay, I keep that thing on me. We pack <laughs> packers. You feel me? And they hey, said Aaron like, Rogers got Randall Cobb again now. Yo, there's a chance that they can win it all. And Aaron, Aaron Rodgers still say, "Yo, fuck y'all." Like I'm out. <laughs> like I'm good. Nah, but this is a team that we already don't understand why they haven't. They've only it's been ten years and they've only been to one Super Bowl already. And then I'm about to end it right now because it's getting kind of long. Um, what's it called? But it's the fact that them boys really went through what they went through in the offseason. Aaron Rodgers changed how Pete, how players are gonna be moved throughout free agency and how they really re-sign their contracts on long-term stints because we know because now because of Tom Brady, the Tom Brady effect, you can go to other teams and win if that team's willing to work with you and build around you immediately. Cause there's great free agents out there. Great free I'm agents. Leave. So like so they have to win immediately. So it's going to be a jump. And you still got the Seahawks. The Seahawks is going to piss somebody off. You got some young teams out there. Um, you got the Minnesota Vikings who can really piss somebody off. Like, you got a lot of stuff that can go down. So, like, I'm waiting on this Super Bowl, kid. Like, hey, don't talk to me about nothing if it isn't, as if it isn't a, play, a player or a team trying to get closer to that chip because this shit going to be crazy. All right, Paul. So, what are you looking forward to? What are you most looking forward to? Um, I got a couple things. One thing is, I'm looking forward to making big bets and making big money on the league. Abigail, uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a, you'll text me. I can bet on anything. I'll bet on the national anthem link. I'll bet on the heads or tails. I'll bet on the spreads. 
I'm there. Any of the action, you'll see my money on it. Uh, I'm looking forward. One thing I am looking forward to uh, is visiting games now that COVID, uh, like we haven't beat it, but with this year going on, people are allowed into the games. Well, like Miami has full capacity. Thank God I can actually go to the games and watch them. Um, we got a trip coming with me, Kev. We, um, you're going to see the vlog all about it, but that'll be later on. Uh, Another thing uh, I'm looking forward to is the Dolphins to win. I mean, everyone remembers last year. We had our 10 and 6 year. We did good. But people forget the year before we went 5 and 11, and we were the laughing stocks. And who, who the fuck likes the Dolphins? Oh, who Dolphins suck? Like, I had to hear all that nonsense. And now, hey. I'm about tomorrow, Tito. Like, I was laughing yesterday. Whenever we win again, and one thing I think people <laughs> do not understand is this Tua with Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and Jalen Waddle. And I really, those are three legitimate vertical weapons. And I, this, this is the year they went out and got pieces for Tua. So it's on him now to make the throws. And I honestly think he's going to do it. The most accurate college quarterback of all time. Back in the 50s. Back in the 70s. Now. All time. All time. All time. I hear you, player. He was that stick. He was that stick. We can't forget. Nah, man, we, we wasn't down it. I ain't doubt it. I, I was at work, and I heard that they put two attack alone. I said, well, who? Hey, who the fuck is that? Hey, yo, I, I, mean, I had to call somebody. I was like, hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo, you watching the game right now? Point your TV to the game. Don't say nothing to me. Just point it. It's fourth quarter. And I'm watching this man just doing his thing, kid. I'm like, oh. I don't know what like, made Nick like, Saban do that, but they found him back. I was like, found him back. They pulled him out of nowhere. In the championship game. I'm not here for the whole season. Just remember, he made Jalen Hurts leave. Yeah, he stepped up. He stepped up. Hey, that was the first time I ever seen Nick Saban shook. Nick Saban was like, hey, man, hey, 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 I'm not asking no questions, man. Why you, come on, it's family over here. Nah, Nick. It's family over here. It used to be family. Nah, Nick, you got got some of that. See, that nigga, see see that individual tour is like, like some good dope, you feel me, Tua? You see that arm a couple times, you hooked. Like, hey, yeah, Tua, hey, do your thing, man. All right. At one point, he probably stopped calling plays. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to do our thing, man. Hey, but it worked out. They both went to NFL, and they both got their own teams. All right. All right, so bold predictions before the season start. Bold. Well, some of the shot takes we got going on today. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to be the judge for this. All right. Oh boy, what you said, what that is? Some tequila. We got some of the El Himador hand harvested, 100% agave. Mm-hmm. All my brown. We shot glass. So, Yo, you, you already know you're taking a shot. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Shot take session. My first take. So, the Pro Football Network has Jameis Winston projected to have 4,300 yards, 28 touchdowns, and 15 picks, which will put him around 15 to 15, 15th to 10th best quarterback, roughly, based on who you like. I have Winston having 500 more yards, 4,800 yards, 31 touchdowns, with only 11 picks. LASIK Winston 
has Marquise Callaway, who looked great in preseason. Michael Thomas as could be back by week four, maybe latest week eight. Kamara opens things up in the backfield. Sean Payton's an elite coach. I'd really think LASIK Winston is in full effect. Let me know. Put, put the cut down. Thank you. Good. You, you Thank good you. with me. You good Thank with me, Leonard. You good with me. Thank you, Your Honor. You good with me. Put the cup down and pour it over your computer. Like, did we really just have to hear that out loud? Like, what was that? Welcome. Comeback player of the year is fifteen hundred. It's a dollar to win a fifteen dollars. Ten to win a hundred and fifty. Put it in the books. You heard him. You heard him. Look at look at what that money would do to a, do to a person. So, so since I still have this poured up, I'm I'm just gonna roll on to the next one since I still got my go shot. Ahead, go ahead, keep going. I like I like at, I like you. Hey, I like Amer- you, America. I just want y'all to know. Look at what this money would do to a person. I have. So, the Broncos will win ten or more games next se- this season. So, before you look at me crazy, they didn't have Bradley Chubb last year. They did not have Von Miller last year. They went out and got Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, picked up in the first round. Patrick Sutton, another corner, elite coming from Alabama, and he looked like a stud in the preseason. Justin Simmons at safety. Shelby Harris, another pass rusher. They're all coming back. Von Miller says this is the best defense he's seen since, even better than the defense that won Peyton Manning, no fingers, a Super Bowl. So on their schedule, you have the Giants, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Raiders twice, the Lions, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Reds, oh, the Washington football team, and the Cowboys. Those are all 10 potential wins right there with Teddy Bridgewater and an elite defense. And Bridgewater has Jerry Judy, an elite first-round first talent out of Alabama. Noah Fant, who is a potential top-five tight end. K.J. Hamler and a rookie running back out of North Carolina, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. I like it. Not bad. I like not it. Bad. Not bad. That's not a bad schedule to get 10 wins, too. Yeah, right now they're only projected to have seven wins. So to me, that's free money. If anyone who goes onto their betting websites wants to bet that, their schedule is insane. Giants, Jags, Jets, the Raiders twice, and that's the first five or six, seven games. So that's a, that's right. easy four or five wins. And then the Lions and the Bengals and the Eagles. Right. Mm-hmm. They're in a tough division, but like it's doable. They definitely have a good team. They definitely have a better team than like a lot of people expect. Oh. This one, I think, is going to make me take the shot, personally, because I don't think you're ready for this one. That first one, that first one should have, but you said that it first up. one was definitely slick. solid. That's the best not, prediction ever. You're not slick. You're not slick. You definitely said that He's up. speaking the truth. Hey, hey, what am I doing? Hey, you're scared, Jay, wasn't the Broncos. I'm snitching. What you're scared, Jay. Nah, you were scared, Jay, wasn't the Broncos fan, so he started off with some Saints shit. So that was... <laughs> That way, Jerry would agree with the Broncos. We I not, could sneak it in slick. there. You're not slick. You're not slick. <laughs> I'm not worried about the peanut gallery, Jerry. It's just me and you talking. I don't know about that guy. <laughs> so, the Colts are going to be a top two team in the AFC. They got an elite offensive line, a top three offensive line. They had Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, and Arneem Hines. 
an elite defense with Buckner, Darius Leonard, Xavier Rhodes. The Colts are – if Carson Wentz, he just has to be a competent quarterback. He has to be what Ryan Tannehill is doing for the Titans right now. The Colts are literally the Browns with a better defense. They have an elite offensive line, an elite running back. All three of the running backs are elite. and But they're Browns with a better defense. They have an elite defense. And you're telling me all you got to do is hope for – they were the only, they almost beat the Bills in the wild card game 27-24, lost by a field goal. And you're going to sit here and tell me that Wentz is not an upgrade to Phillip Rivers? That's blasphemy. I was fucking with you, Paul. I was fucking with you. I was fucking. I'm glad you picked it up. I'm glad you picked it up. I was trying to butter you up before I start the big wham bam on you. I was fucking with you. But what the fuck? Well, cheers, my guys. Some valid points, though. Some valid points, but no. Mm -mm. I have one more. Which, oh, okay. Can I speak on my last one? Can I speak on my last take super quick? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I, got, I got 60 seconds on it. I think that was a very solid take, even though Jay was hating. Thank I think you. That, was very, that was a very solid take. Now I'm listening to you. Very, the Colts is a very slept on team. They have really great running backs. Not good, but really great running backs. The O-line is solid. I, even if Carson Wentz isn't all that, because he don't really got to be that stick. He just needs to not mess up. That defense is very solid, and they can really come through and take some good take some good team. They played the Texans and Jaguars twice. Wow, that's beautiful. Y'all want to switch divisions? Y'all know y'all like the NFC. Y'all want, want some sun, don't you? You want some sun. Come to the NFC. So I think this one here is probably my – my safest bet. The Cardinals will go below 500 this year. Oh, oh, yeah. They went eight and yeah. So the Cardinals went eight and eight last year. They went 500 right on right on the 500 mark. They were a hail mary for to DeAndre Hopkins away from going below 500 last year. Everyone remembers that crazy hail mary to DeAndre Hopkins that in overtime play of the year. They were, they were play of the year away from going below 500 last year. Wow, so they had to make the best possible play ever to win yes. that game. I love <laughs> Kyler Murray. He's fun to watch. I love dual-threat quarterbacks. They're all fun. But he's small, and I do believe he's an injury away from the Cardinals from doing really – like, if he gets hurt again like he did last year, he could – he. He if he's out for four games, who do they got coming in for those four games? If he's out tweaked here and there, like I just do not believe that with his build and the way he plays, which is kind of reckless, which is just like fast and fun, he's just he has potential to get hurt. And the defense has way too many holes. Outside of Buddha Baker, who's an elite all pro safety and he can lay the fucking stick. Uh that's DK Metcalf is behind him. Yeah, that's his DK Metcalf. But outside of that, like they didn't go out and get no defensive players, really. They didn't really revamp anything. Kyle Clipsberry is another college coach who's not going to do good in the NFL, and it will be shown this year. This team is not going to 
there was a lot of crafty wins last year that I do not see happening again. Like, it's just, I don't think they're going to be all that, especially when they have to play the Rams twice, the 49ers twice, and the Seahawks twice. So let me know if I got to take my shot. Mm. 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 I like it. Oh, no, I would have made him take it because why, why are you hating on the little guy? You're supposed to make him take it because he's hating on the little guy. I like guy. Kyle Murdo, but he's kind of right. He is a little reckless. I agree with him. Sometimes you just need a little bit of reckless endangerment, you know. That, he is small. That, he, he, oh, he, man, he, he, is, he is small. So hey, I, bad I, bitches like bad boys. You need to just. You sometimes you need to get out there. You remember Russell? What Russell Wilson when he first got out there, he was really getting out there. I'm like with it, not with it, but he kind of right with it. So I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna let Paul Bear slide. I think you was Thank green, you. Paul, because like that was like a good. That was a very good take, but like nobody was gonna say that. Like we was, we was just gonna keep it quiet. Like we was just gonna let it happen. Nobody was I, talking about it. Yeah, we was gonna be so quiet. We wasn't gonna say nothing. Like we would, I would watch every game. I love like, it. I love Kyler. Hell, <laughs> I love it. When he, but when they went to six games this year, don't 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 be surprised. Hey man, Falcons win the seven. Hey, but that's what I'm saying. Is it my turn? Yes. What poll? What poll predictions you got over there? Man, you know I got the bold prediction. Just kid, you know what I'm saying? They I'm call cold. me bold. They call me bold cold, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? You know, stone cold, I'm bold cold, you feel me? So I ain't got I ain't got the I ain't got those I ain't got the shots. So I got the I got the bowl packed ready to go to time bomb. I know you see it. I know you see it. That's dangerous. Like Kyler Murray. Bowl packed. Like like D really like D Hop. The D Hop is dangerous. That the Cardinals is a dangerous team. I don't know, Paul. You should have made it take a shot for hating on. But my first bowl prediction. Cause like I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no names, but you know I ain't scared. So like, I don't think the Saints is gonna be the truth. I think the Saints are gonna go. I think the Saints are gonna go under 500 in the division. I think they're gonna lose two games to the Bucks. I think they're gonna lose a game to the Falcons, and I think they might accidentally slip and lose a game to the Panthers. Right? But here's the thing. Four. I'm missing. I'm listening. I'm not going to say who because there's only two other choices. But one of them teams is accidentally going to beat y'all twice. Ooh. <laughs> famous Jameis, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I don't eat a famous. I don't eat famous Amos cookies. I skip the song Famous when it comes on when I'm listening to the life of Pablo. I'm just not with it. I I haven't eaten crab legs since I found out that he be eating crab legs. I just not with it. I don't trust him. I don't. I don't like him. I don't know. There's just something. I don't like the way he gets his haircut. I don't like. I don't like the way he walks on the field. I don't like the way he eats W's. I just don't. I just. I'm just not with it. I like. I like everything else on that team except him. You gonna keep hating or you gonna take the shot? Because enough of that bullshit. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the hit and then hate some more. But Paul, how do you feel about Paul? How do you feel about my take? While I'm hit taking it, I'm gonna be unbiased. But one thing I will point out is famous James died, and this is LASIK Winston. Okay, this is a complete different athlete. Come on now. Did you did you not hear the take I had? I forgot I to say I forgot to tell you the Saints are gonna get a lot of W's this year. Uh, I like that guy over there. The other guy over there, I don't know who the fuck. No, but I. I I do, I can, I do see him losing both games to the Bucks. That I think is almost a gimme. The Bucks are just an elite team this year. You can split it with both of those teams. I haven't really checked your uh, who y'all play this year, but 
there's also another world in which I'm wrong and Winston does not do what he's supposed to do in my eyes and he completely shits the bed. And he, if he world. does shit the bed and they're trying to fumble between him and Hill and you don't know what's going to happen, it, it, it could it could be an ugly season. It, it is first year without Breeze. And it's, it's a lot of testing waters. Any, any other bold positions? Because I ain't like that. Oh, yeah, I got some more. I know you got to go in a second. So no, I just had to get that out of my system. Oh, you want to bring that one first. I believe the Bucs are going to be a good team, but Tom Brady isn't going to be a top five quarterback. Oh, prediction. But how, what, explain top, like, what, what would make it, will he have a bad year or is he just not going to explode? I believe that the NFL, I believe the NFL grade is one top 100 of 2021, a voting that is done by the peers of the people, so the NFL players themselves for ranked him at number seven, but I believe that he shouldn't have been in the top 10 because like his defense is a blessing in disguise. He has great receivers. He has great receivers. So he's just a loaded team, definitely, but they built that team for a minute. But that defense is the truth. That defense is what wins games. That defense is what keeps them together. That defense is the reason why you can throw three interceptions against the Packers. And Jair Alexander grabbed two in the second, in the second half. And still keep it you got the you got linebackers like Devin White Levante David you got Tristan Wirfs down low you got great corners not good but great corners but that box is loaded that box is stacked like JP that, Levante David Vita Vea Golston that box is the seven swordsman of the of, of the mist right now like there is nothing you don't want to fuck with that box there's no you you coming through you better come through ready to slaughter because them boys ain't going for it. Like, they got linebackers that are really running four fives. I bet you, like, they got linebackers that might be faster than a couple of your receivers, definitely. So, Brady, not top five? Nah, not even top eight, personally. But I'm going to say eight, like, on the dot. But he's old. Like, that's what happens. Like, it's cool. Next. Oh, wait, so how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about that, Jerry? Not being top five, the defense is elite. I can agree with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I even I even agree with that one. Just because I think if you take any quarterback top fifteen, they'll all do the same thing that Brady is able to do with that offense. It was really that defense that really changed the game for them. Definitely, oh, they, yeah. that offense gelled. They definitely meshed well. They didn't start off too great, but they figured it out because that's what good that's what great leaders do, especially with great players. But like. A defense was phenomenal. Like Pat Mahomes running kid. Like you would have thought Pat Mahomes stole <clears> something. <throat> you would have thought he was trying to steal that Super Bowl from them boys. Now nah, they said we wasn't going for it. So uh are you gonna uh are you able to stay for another one or you gotta head out? It's eight oh five. Yeah, I gotta head out. Well but shout out to Jerry Will twenty four. Thank you, thank you. First yeah, episode, episode zero. You know what I'm saying? Why'd you start from one? Nah, because it's episode zero. This is season zero. This is you'll see in the long term things and playing chess on checkers. If you don't you don't be counting, you gotta count zero, one, two. You don't be counting. I don't know how to count. See look. <laughs> Leave it to the professor. Next episode. All right. Shout yeah. out Jerry Will 24. Follow him on Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. That's a funny guy. They talk. Jerry will 24 everything. Just know that's a funny guy.
that I got like two more. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, so I was gonna say, uh, I knew you're gonna probably have some more. So I'll probably, uh, you you just say it, and I'll just judge it since uh, the judge is gone right now. Appreciate you. I personally think that Deshaun Watson is one not guilty testimony away from an MVP. I think that Deshaun Watson, I think there's a lot of turmoil going on right now. I think he's some bad good. He's bad goods right now. It's in a lot of people's eye, but you don't know business. See, here's the thing about the stock market. It's going to correct itself every time. Like, hey, what you do is you want to buy when shit is bad. You want to buy when shit is bad so you can get you can get it for the low. And then the stock earns its worth. You feel me? The stock earns its worth. And then I have over time, it doubles up, but you're going to start investing more into the stock, maybe putting receivers around him, getting him a good online. But you want to get him now while he's bad goods. Because, like, even if he does do time, at least you own the rights to him. You feel me? So, so and I don't think he's going to do time. I think that – I don't even think he did it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't check paperwork. And, like, I feel for victims because I think rape is something serious. And, like, allegations is allegations, but, like, That if you was, I apologize for my own, for our listeners, but I hit you with the face of like, I hit you with the eye real quick to let you know how, how I really feel. You know what I'm saying? I can't, can't, can't put everything on, can't put everything on tape, but you know, I gave him the eyes. So if you know, you know. So I think Deshaun Watson was going to come back and he's going to come back strong. I don't know if it's going to be for the Texans, and with, but when he does get that fixed, because I'm telling you, buy now, buy while the, while, while the goods are bad that he's going to be able to really set up. Hopefully it's to the Dolphins, but I think two is going to do great. But if you went to the Dolphins, whoo, that's a 13-win team. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you myself, they're going to lose to the Falcons, but it's a 13-win team. So, after everything you said, I personally do not agree, but the reasoning for it, if you had a shot, I would have you make you take the shot. I might take a shot for you just because – I didn't take as many shots as I thought I would. Uh, the, the, uh, so I don't think so. Only because I do agree. This is, this is America. You're innocent until proven guilty. And I am not condoning a rapist or anything of the sorts. I'm condoning how the legal system works. I cannot sit here and say anything about it. And it will be proven in the court of law. Uh, but I... Before any of our listeners try to say anything, I am a father to a daughter, two, two and a half years old. I am two sisters, mother. So there's nothing of the sorts of like that. I do take it very seriously. I do believe some shady stuff is going on with the, the civil court lawyer. But the only reason I do not agree is because you. I agree if it was to buy him while he's low and cheap. But he is not cheap right now. They're asking for uh, two first round or three first rounders and two second rounders. That is not a cheap price for someone who right now currently sitting because the NFL Ezekiel Elliott last year with his domestic violent case was found not guilty, not even not guilty. They didn't even take it to court because of lack of evidence and like flimsy alibis and stuff was going on. So they didn't even take his stuff to court and there was no charges to Ezekiel Elliott. He was still suspended six games. I believe Deshaun Watson with the magnitude of just how not even what he has done, but just potentially how big of a story this is, he's not going to play. And from a lot of the things I have read on him, because the mo as a Dolphin fan, 
the moment those stories start coming out, people are acting as if the stories of us going after him are new. I've been seeing stories of this potential trade since before training camps. And I've looked into it a lot. And one of the things is he probably will not play. A lot of people are saying until 2022 or 2023, even if he's not guilty, just how the way the court of law works and the NFL and their base, like what they have done in the past, they're probably just going to have him sit on some ex- a list where he's exempt, won't play, but still make money until it's all done in the legal court. So that's the only reason why I would not trade three first round picks and two second round picks for a man who might not play for me for two years. And then it's always that what if, like what if he is found guilty and you just wasted your future for three years on a player like that. It will just be the biggest burn. And I, I take it personal because the Dolphins, like if we do this trade and he doesn't play for us, fuck. <laughs> like it'll be once again, there's another year of this like waste. Like, cause I also believe Tua might be involved in that trade. So if we get rid of Tua and some first rounders, what are we left with till 2023? Like it'll just be, it'll be a waste of our defense and all that. That's the only reason I don't agree, but it has nothing to do with the allegations or anything going on. Cause I do believe you're innocent until proven guilty. Facts. And that what's is. your, what's your next, your next, uh, get the, I was, like your shot take. I was, I was, I was saving this last one for Jerry. I was saving this last one cause I didn't want to start off with it. But oh, a second. I'll, I'll do my best Jerry impression. You know what I'm saying? I have, I, I personally face. believe you can go Saints. Ugh. You gotta, you gotta say it like how they be spelling it, like G A. Hoorah! Hey, Dusty, it'll buy you. But I believe that Alvin Kamara is gonna be the truth this season. And I believe like running backs is like Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones are gonna be the number two and three behind Derrick Henry when it comes to just all around deep, all around play. And I believe that Alvin Kamara is gonna hit two thousand yards this season. But not as as um one thousand rushing and one thousand receiving definitely, because they're gonna need him. He's gonna be able to get those screens out the backfield. He's gonna be able to put, get those um get those plays in the mid in the midfield, and he's just gonna he's just a tough guy. Like he really scored what he scored six touchdowns in one game last season. He's just really like a workhorse, and if he needs to put the team on his back, he can put the team on his back, no problem. So I really feel like Alvin Kamara is going to have a great season this season and he's going to do great. And I feel like Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones, not Christian McCaffrey, because I really don't see him playing the entire season. I wish the best for him because I really feel like he's probably one of the most, most talented running backs in the league right now, just off of um, off of raw, just work ethic and grind and hustle. He's entertaining definitely because those workout videos be tough. I'll be having to go do my pushups after everyone. So I definitely feel like the running, this is the this is gonna be the league for the receiving run. This is gonna be the year for the receiving running backs. And they're the ones that are really gonna take over. And they might do a little bit better than like running backs like Kareem Hutt and um Chubb and um I'd be forgetting bro first name, Nick Chubb, and like tougher running backs like Dalvin Cook and stuff like that. So I do agree hundred percent. But the one question was when you said two thousand yards, you meant it like all scrimmage yards, like receiving and rushing yards. Like, you know how Christian McCaffrey did that shit and everybody went crazy. Yeah, okay. like that. 
Okay. Like, but he gonna do it. But he gonna do it like Alvin Kamara. So it's gonna be like tough, rugged, smoking. Like yeah, I want I want all the smoke. I'm not saying Chris McCaffrey don't do that, but like Alvin Kamara is really. One thing there. I will say about. I will say about Kamara, the crazy. So everyone always goes crazy about the crazy picture when you see Jalen Hurts, Mike Jones, and Tua all in Alabama uniforms together. Like, oh my God, that QB room was so crazy, so talented. People forget, and I don't think people understand because Alma Kamara was on Alabama for the preseason or like the preseason in a, uh, the college football or whatever, and then he got kicked off the team for some issues. So, but in his like couple weeks at Alabama. That running back room was Alvin Kamara, who who was the fourth stringer, Derrick Henry, TJ Yeldon, and Josh Jacobs. And Damn. that might have been the nastiest running back room of all. That might have been the, the most NFL competent room, no matter what position, of all time. And any, any year, any room that had four, three players together. And Alvin Kamara may be the best one out of all four. Just because he adds an extra layer to the game that Derrick Henry cannot because Derrick Henry does not pass catch. He's the he's the best runner, arguably, of all time, but he does not open the field when it comes to pass catching. I want to say about all the time, but he's just a good old, good old, tough Ragged, nasty. I'm gonna put you in your mouth. I'm gonna put you in your place. You need that smash mouth football. It's not really there anymore. But Derrick Henry goes another year again, 2000 back to back years again, 2000 rushing yards and 1500 the year before. Are you gonna be able to say maybe all time? No, it's a different, it's a different league. You feel me? Like, them boys faster and bigger and stronger. Don't get me wrong, but like Jim Brown. No, I, Barry Sanders. I agree, but I just believe with the way the NFL is now with the running back is if you're if you're running back going into your fifth or sixth year, you're almost old. No one is gonna be able to stay around for like 15 years like how some of those other guys did back in the day to get those rushing yards all the time. I think that once Carlos Hyde, the Frank Gores, the APs, like all of them are done up and retired. We'll see. Just because we got to see. because Adrian Peterson. He's on the all-time list, but there's, he's still. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of names you got to go over first. You got to do that shit for a while. I can't do it for like four seasons. You got to do that shit for a minute. But, but the way the NFL's going, like what if after five years, Derrick Henry doesn't get re-signed or after his sixth year, he doesn't get re-signed or whatever, and no one else really wants him. And he just kind of dies off. But he had that six years of being the the best running back, but just because the NFL now only wants rookies and cheap running backs, no one cares. It's business. They didn't give it to Marshawn Lynch at the one. That's business. It's all business. It's business. But we talking, we talking on the dirt. We talking pay dirt. We talking what you doing on the field. How long you did it for? So, talking business. One of the big, biggest businesses opening day is this Thursday. NFL opener. Cowboys versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Tampa. 
Who do you like and why? I think no matter who wins that game, Jerry Jones won in the end. Because <laughs> this man really got the season opener. He got hard knocks. And he got and he found a way to get people to talk about Dak Prescott the entire offseason. Jerry Jones, that's that's just this. That's just when it comes to business, man, he he gonna Jerry Jones his shit every every year. So yeah, no matter what happens, Jerry Jones won. But it's gonna be a slaughter. It's not gonna be good. Do you understand the the the, the people that are gonna be unleashed on them boys? And I don't really like to talk down because the NFL is a really two is a point four second league. Like little things, like little the littlest things can happen and change the entire outcome of a game just because of just off the of time is to very every team is good. But like, bro, I don't say bro, but bro. <laughs> You got that defense that's been waiting to play. Like, if you play football, you understand how how good the first game is. Like, you've been waiting all summer. Like, the second you came into that locker room, that schedule, you knew that schedule came out, your team was saying, fuck Dallas. Like, yeah. They finished you. Like, that shit finna be bad, kid. Like, like, I don't know about this. I don't know if they gonna score crazy, but that shit gonna be bad. That that is gonna be that that put your running. She put your running cleats on, kid. That boy, that gotta put his run. He gonna do his thing, and I think they gonna they not go. They not no hoes. They gonna show what they do because they worked all offseason for this game. But come on, dog. Like why, Jerry Jones, man? Jerry Jones is a business savant. I hundred percent agree. Just because one thing is is how people react during the off season, but the way the def the defense they probably like you just know like they're ready for week one. The defense is a, like the offense may be all hype and whatever. Tom Brady, woo, let's do this, dude. But the defense is not like the they're, they're like they're savages. The defenses are just like I want I can't wait to hurt somebody. I can't wait to die <laughs> today. Like where someone is gonna die. Like okay. And when you have even waiting weeks, and people forget this this preseason ended a week ago. This is the first time where you have a week off before the season. So you you just finished playing football and now you got a whole week. You're just in your head, like, I'm gonna fucking murder them. Like I'm gonna like I'm, I'm dude. We are champs. All I see is these big guys, they just got their rings too. All I just see is these oh big guys motherfuckers. Eating big ass turkey links like the Vikings just getting ready for battle. They said, yeah, they said, oh, uh, 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 winter is coming. Nah. But they might be foaming from the mouth when they get <laughs> on going into this Thursday game. And they are opening back to back, got the new rings. They like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like this is gonna oh, be one thing <laughs> circle because fresh news Zach Martin is gonna be out. So there's like Dak Mar- Dak Prescott fucking buckle up. It might be a long Thursday. Um, this yeah. O line, I did want to say this before the season started. It is not the O line that I saw. I don't know if it was PFF or so- somebody had da- Dallas's O line top five going into the season, and I was like, this is blasphemy. If this was 2012, I agree. This is 2021. This O line is old, banged up. 
injury prone at this point. Just it's his age. It just comes with the position sometimes. Um, it's no longer the great O line. It's still a good O line, but it's no longer this perennial O line that you have to be worried about. You have to circle it on the uh, the the schedule and be like, we're gonna have to learn to some de- defensive schemes because they're gonna run it all over. No, it's no longer like that. So with Zach Martin being out on top of that, and like we just said, that Buccaneers defense is probably like I'm scared for anyone playing them week one right now. Uh, Tampa arguably is the best front seven. You talked on this a little earlier. That box is scary. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Levante David, Donovan Sua, Goldstein, Devin White, and Vita Vera did not play for more than half the season last year. And he's going to be back for the whole season this year. And you saw when he did play during that Chiefs game in the Super Bowl where the whole O-line just didn't matter. It was like college players against the Bucs. That's going to be a repeat of the year. What I do think is, though, by the, the end of the third quarter, it will turn into a shootout. I do believe – not a shootout unless the, like the, it will be close. I just do believe Dak Prescott's going to turn up the engines or something, start cooking. They have to. Like, they have no choice. They're going to be down by 21. I do believe the final score, 31-21 Buccaneers. Especially because Zach Martin is – I had it a little closer. I had it 31-24. But now that Zach Martin's going to be out, I 31-21 uh, Buccaneers. But it was 28 – but it would have been 28 to 28 to 28 to 6. It would have been 28 to 6 until, like, until like the third and a half quarter. Like That's what I'm saying. And then it'll be 21 to 13. And then the Bucks are going to get stopped. And then they'll come down and kick a field goal. Now it's like 21. So, you know, like now it's going to be a close game going into that far. Like the first, you're going to be an ass whooping, I believe, for the first three quarters. And then that third quarter, the Bucks are going to get a real relaxed. And then like the the testosterone that the defense has been building up for like three and a half weeks without hitting somebody, <laughs> kind of die down. They're going to get their full. They're going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I killed that guy. I feel good now. Like they're going to be, they're going to be a little bit more tame. Okay, and, and it also it's just, it's like the wheels are gonna turn, and the Cowboys are gonna make a little push, but it doesn't matter. By the end of the game, Tom Brady's the best game manager of all time, and the Bucks win. Animals, they're animals, dog. <laughs> we cannot stress enough. <laughs> the deep, so the offense during the whole preseason, they're having a good time. They might be on like, <laughs> having lunches and. Then, Defense is a different, a different breed of people. Okay, they just breathe to hurt, and when you have that much testosterone in the locker room, without like, even if you're on a if you're on a team that doesn't want to play starters during the preseason, it's just like oh. building up. It's it's building up. It's like it's like having blue balls for like four weeks and everything. But when it finally happens, it's coming. <laughs> like it's, like it's, that team is gonna like this. The Bucks team is a legitimate team this year. It doesn't matter how you break it down. You hate all you want. They're just going to get business done. That shit is hurtful, man. It's going to be good. How do you guys – but before we break off, how do you think um, your first game is going to go? I don't even know who y'all boys play. Oh, we're playing the Patriots. Mac Jones. Mac Attack. Mac Attack. Um, honestly – I was more afraid of Cam Newton going into week one. Just, <laughs> and, 
I have a Cam Newton. Like he said, there's not 32 quarterbacks better than him, and I agree. I I think Cam Newton would have played. Let me know if one. If let me know if you want to start naming names. Like we have a whole Cam Newton segment, and I'll start naming names. Like oh no, I, we don't name names. But what I will say is I'll start naming names. He has had like the first game we played against him last year. He threw for like 300 something yards. He had the game-winning drive on us, and he ran the ball efficiently. Like, he's a vet. He came to the Belichick system. He knew how to run it. Mac Jones might be in the long term the better quarterback to go with because he has he's going to be here longer, and he's going to be your quarterback at the end of the day after three years from now. So you want him to be there, learn the game, and be your quarterback. But week one against that Miami defense – Good luck, Mac Jones. And this is not me coming from a Miami view. Like that defense, they like to move. Okay. Like they're before that ball is high, our safety might be at the line. Our linebacker might be by all the way by the DBs. We are moving. You don't know what we're running until you hike that ball. It's a it's a scary defense to be on a, a rookie quarterback first game under the big lights. And I do believe we're at home where I believe fans will make a difference. And if, and if I am wrong and it is at the Patriots, like it might, even then it's just like, it's going to be a packed stadium no matter where you go. And it's going to be the big lights against an elite defense. Anytime a rookie quarterback first couple games, maybe this was week eight. I'm more afraid of Mac Jones, but week one, I like our defense to handle business to a, Belichick's going to be running some good defense on us, too. I just like our, our chances a little bit more than I like the Patriots' chances. Definitely, definitely. I think you guys can do good that game, but, like, it's going to be fun to see because I think the Patriots are going to be either a 9-win team or a 13-win team, and that's a lot of wins. So, like, I want to see what they can do because Mac Attack, is, that boy was the truth. We can't forget about that boy in college. Like, he was that man. He was. It's going to be the Battle of Alabama. Tua versus Mac. Nice. It's going to be the battle of Belichick because Brian Flores is a coach from the Belichick tree. He was a part of the Patriots during the Super Bowl wins. But for you, the battle of the Dirty Birds. You have Atlanta Falcons, Philadelphia Eagles. Some of the dirtiest birds in the NFL are going to go at it. How do you like it? People forget. People forget, right? People don't know this, but this is a low-key rivalry. We actually play these teams. uh, These teams actually play each other a lot like over the five the past five years they probably played each other like maybe six times so we'd be meeting in the playoffs well not five but maybe in the past 10 years you probably played each other like six times like this is a low-key rivalry because like the falcons are the dirty birds we dirty you feel me we we gonna get it in you feel me but that the eagles is some filthy they some filthy birds over there i didn't understand that's how i went to philly it them boys is filthy over there. They know how to get down over there. You feel me? So, like, it's they, these teams that really represent their cities very, very well. So, I think that we we're gonna bust the we're gonna bust the Eagles thirty-two to seventeen. But um, wow, Jalen Hurts is gonna have a big shot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we finna air that bitch out all day. The defense is gonna hold them to seventeen. That's that's the only thing that made me say wow was the seventeen. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again. 17, 17. 17. Like not 18, not 16, 17. Because okay. you you don't know who our coordinator is. You don't know. I can't tell you his name right now because I smoke a lot of weed. But sound like we don't know right now. <laughs> so 
I, I'm part of, I've, I've started the Arthur Smith fan club, you know what I'm saying? Merchandise on the way, it's coming soon. You love Arthur, Arthur Smith. I'm a big Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith fan. Like, he's probably not the greatest play caller ever. I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to pump fake. But he know how to get wins. And he know how to, he know how to light up a team. And he just isn't, he just isn't okay with the little things. Like, he isn't happy with, with two yards. Like, bitch ass, bitch ass individuals, get back on that line. You feel me? Like, we got, we got some, we got some shit to do. Like, y'all happy. That's not that. He has high expectations because he understands that his team can perform well. They just need to, they just need to be glued and match well. So I'm a big Arthur Smith enthusiast and our defensive coordinator is an old vet with some young, with some young players. So like, it's a different, it's a big, it's a little different when you have some older corners and older defense, older, older, um, an older secondary because they kind of know how they play already. So they're not going to switch it up or not. But now we had a historically terrible secondary last year. So we don't want to do that again. Yeah. So we still have Deion Jones. We still have great, we still have good linebackers. We have a, we have Grady Jarrett pressure and down low. So we can still make a move, but our coordinator is going to be the one that's really going to get mesh this young team. And we have, we have an energy in Atlanta. Well, I'm not in Atlanta, but in ATL, they have an energy that we can only go up from here. So all we got to do is match, figure things out and just go. Cause like, these are teams, we playing teams that we can beat. Like we might've only got four wins, but we blew three leads. And we were, if we had fell on an onside kick, that might've changed the whole route of our season. Like for real. So like, we definitely, we definitely got some stuff to do. And this is going to be a good game because we finna put that thing on the boys. And I'm talking, I'm calling out Sham. I'm calling out Corey. I'm calling out Will Smith. I'm calling out. I'm calling out Eagles fans, kid. I'm We're calling out alive. Kevin Hart. I'm calling out Meek Mill, because oh. we finna put that thing on them boys. None of them people know me, but I'm finna boy finna put that thing on them boys. So I'm gonna call y'all out next year, and the year after that, because we coming to Philly. I think it's actually in ATL, but we finna put that thing on y'all boys. Why? Because we some dirty birds. I'm not gonna lie. I actually do like that win. I don't know who's favored to win that game, but. With that second, the Eagles do not have the best secondary. They do have Slay, but outside of Slay, there's nothing much else there. So I do think Matt Ryan's going to air that thing out. They do have a good front seven, not the best, but a good front seven. Jalen Hurts, I love him going into the year. Like I said, dual threat quarterbacks are a good future. But Matt Ryan, the veteran, Calvin Ridley against that secondary, and Kyle Pitts, I don't think they have anyone that can guard him. Matt Ryan, over 300 yards. Calvin Ridley's going to have over 150 yards and a touchdown. And Kyle Pitts on his opening game is going to catch over 70 yards. Like, those are my I, – I haven't looked too much into it, but if I was to put money right now, I don't know where the lines are at. But those are my – if I had prop bets, that those would be on right there. Because the, those Eagles, another shitty defense. <laughs> like, it's just – there are some teams out there that just have bad defenses. Be like that and be like that. Hey, we're gonna get better though. Yeah, I like the Falcons to win that. I don't know if y'all gonna hold the 17, but I do agree. It's probably gonna be a shootout, probably like 31 28. Y'all win by four, something close. That's my my that would be my guess. But closing out before we leave this episode, do you have any final comments you want to make? I'm happy for us. I'm happy for us. I appreciate anybody that's listening right now. And if you made it all the way through, y'all really fuck with us. 
I appreciate, I appreciate it, but I appreciate us because we really did this. This is clap it up for us. We definitely did that. This is episode zero. This is something that I want to say it was a long time, but we definitely took our time to really sit down and think this out. And we did it. And that's the biggest thing before anything. Anybody that's listening, that's something you want to do, just go do that shit. Cause like we really, we really made a checklist about this shit. And probably like a week ago, we checked the checklist again. It was like, damn, we kind of ready for our first episode. But like, fuck it, man. Episode zero, season coming, man. So yeah, do that shit, Paul. I'm really proud of us. I think for this, I'm gonna be listening back to this for like years to come and be like, damn, we really did that shit. We could be an episode, we could be a season month, we could be a season motherfucking 14 and we did that shit, man. But just know we did that shit, nigga. We did that shit. <laughs> yes, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna say right now, thank you to everyone who participated. I think Jerry, even though you're not here right now. Thank you, Kev. Thank you, myself. Thank you, everyone who pitched in the from my group chat on Twitter. Shout out. Uh, Ty, shout out Eddie, shout out Dre, shout out Sham, Dave, all y'all, anyone who had a hand in helping us uh, before the season even started. And if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, shout out to you. We fuck uh, with you, man. We fuck with you. Yeah, we, we might not know you, but we fuck with you. Yeah, it's going to be a long road coming. Stay tuned. We're going to have live action at games. We're going to have tailgating parties. We're going to um, have at weekly content. Um, and hopefully down the line uh, with the vision, there might even be some giveaways. There might even be some shout outs. There, there will be um, things, meeting, everything will be happening for a reason. So shout out to everyone. And hey, this and has been a great time coming. And this has been a great episode zero. And don't tell my main bitch, but we don't have bitches too. But don't tell my main bitch. Only on my side though. Paul's married. Shout out. Shout out, shout out, shout out, Jazzy. Shout out, Jazzy. Shout out to La Familia. We don't want to put no government names out there, but hey, yes. man, we love them because we need we without need that them, energy to give us great energy. You know what I'm saying? We need that. Without them, I would not be able to make this episode. I wouldn't even have the time to make the episode. So shout out, everyone. Shout out, Possible. Jazzy. Possibles. We're not gonna throw no governments out there. But La Familia, we's out there. Hey, man, just know we did that shit. Hey. A totally blitz podcast coming from your boy Paul Pickham Winter Concha. Pickham Winter Boy Cat Water Boy Savoy. Signing out. Water Boy Savoy. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere you find your local podcasts. Yeah. Maddie, get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes, this ain't nothing new. It ain't season maxing, all I'm saying is true. You better stop your capping, lacking, really, your ass all in.